The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations. Lucas underneath, pretty feet of black, who slams it in. Oh, there's the assist to the game. Lucas to black, and the Illini jump in front again with an emphatic slam by black. Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip-off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look, an in-depth preview of today's contest. Here on News Talk 1400, and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for fighting Illini basketball. Almost a five count, lob, intercepted by Nichols. He takes it away, fast break the other way, layup is good! And the crowd on his feet and a timeout Northwestern. Abrams to Finky, for three! Michael Finky knocks down a three. Everybody joining the party. Now, from our Illini game day studios in Champaign, here's your host, Scott Beatty. Might call this a preview of tomorrow's game. Good evening, everybody. Welcome in to the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show tonight. A matchup in the desert for Illinois basketball. They are 7-3 on this season, and they are taking on the UNLV Running Rebels. They're out at MGM Grand Garden Arena. Tip-off slated for 11 p.m. It's a late-night matchup. Welcome in, everybody. I'm Scott Beatty alongside Lauren Tate. Lauren, wake up. we got a show to do. <laughs> Let's have a ball game. <laughs> Lauren is bookending this day here with uh, Saturday Sports Talk and then here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Let's get a view from courtside with the voice of the Fighting Illini, Brian Barnhart, who's been out in the desert a few days. And are you high and dry, sir? Uh, I am. Yeah. What day is it, by the way? What time is it? <laughs> it's almost <laughs> Sunday here. We, it's going to be Sunday here before it is where yeah. you are. Well, the weather's been uh, fantastic. Been in the uh, mid-60s and uh, nothing but sunshine out here. And so uh, the guys have been keeping busy, I think, the team mostly with practice. Uh, they've, they've kept uh, them pretty uh, closely monitored I think with all that goes on here in Las Vegas and and uh, they've pretty much focused on the the task at hand to try to beat a very good UNLV team. I was going to say there's going to be some few distractions out there in Las Vegas and usually when teams are doing this kind of thing they say this is a business trip this is not uh, this is not vacation or recreation type of time and does that mean a very uh, regimented schedule for them? Well they've, they've kept them busy now they've done some things they took uh, the team out for breakfast yesterday out to uh, where Manny Jackson is. So they visited with Manny. They had a reception out there. Uh, John Giuliani, I think, had a reception. Uh, they've had different events going on with some Illini alums around Las Vegas and in this area. So that has kept them pretty busy. And then they had practice yesterday, you know, for two and a half or whatever hours it was as far as the length of practice. And then they had a shoot around today. So they've kept them, uh, you know, busy with basketball and I mean, where they're staying, obviously, it's in the middle of everything, so it's hard not to see what goes on around you with all the lights and bells and whistles and everything. But, uh, you know, the, the, uh, where the team is staying in their rooms, you come down to the lobby, you take a couple of rights, and you're at the arena, so everything is real close. <laughs> and this is not the regular arena for UNLV, right? I understand the rodeo's in town. That's right, the uh, National Finals Rodeo, and I can tell you every cowboy in the country <laughs> and cowgirl is in the hotel. I mean, it's <laughs> unbelievable, uh, and they have it here every year, I guess, and this time of the year, and it's an annual event from what I'm told, and it is huge. 
thousands and thousands of them, and uh, several thousand are in the hotel, I think. So that's busy. That's why I think they're in there for 10 days, and that's why this game is here. In fact, they played Oral Roberts here the other night, and uh, earlier I think they played over at T-Mobile Arena, which is the NHL arena, which is just across the street. I wonder what that's meant to their attendance, uh, switching around that way. I mean, if you go back into the 80s when Tarkanian was red hot, of course they won the national championship in 1990, I'm sure that the attendance was just packed there all the time. What is it now? You know, I don't, I don't have the figure in front of me, but I know I saw some highlights from the other night, and there didn't seem to be that many people. Yeah. But uh, so I, I mean, it seats 12,000, which is bigger than I thought it was. So there's, uh, they've curtained off a little bit of it at the top, but not a whole lot. So I don't know. I know there is a lot of Illini uh, activity here in this area, and I saw a lot of orange in the hotel. So I think we're going to be pretty well represented. I don't know on a Saturday night with a rodeo in town. I don't know what, how that will affect them here. Well, Brian, how are you looking at this one? What are the couple of things you're trying to keep your eye on? I know, obviously, Brandon McCoy is a load to handle down there. He is. Uh, they've got to try to keep him. Uh, they're not going to really completely shut him down. But, you know, he's seven foot. 250 out of Chicago. He went to prep school out, I think, in San Diego is where he, where he was, but uh, wound up at UNLV. He's a lottery pick. Uh, some people think a top-five pick, and uh, I think the coaches know they've got to at least make him work for what he gets and not just give him free reign under there. But they've got two other guys. Jordan Johnson uh, is a guy who was a uh, transfer from uh, Wisconsin-Milwaukee who was leading the country two years ago before he transferred in assists, about eight and a half a game. And they've got Mooring is another young man from Chicago, a junior college transfer who was the uh, top-rated uh, junior college player at uh, one point. And uh, he was number two in the Mountain West Conference last year in assists. So they've got a lot of really good parts that they score a lot of points. I think they're third or fourth in the country in points. Uh, they also rebound. They're the leading rebounding team. So uh, when I first started studying this, I thought, wow, this team is uh, – better than I think some people thought going in. Well, they, they put this team together overnight. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, Juston came from Hutchinson, Hutchinson Kansas, and mm -hmm. then you mentioned Mooring. You mentioned McCoy being a freshman. I mean, this is all new. Absolutely. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you mentioned Juston. Uh, he was the player of the year, not Mooring, but, uh, but right, he transferred in. I just was putting the numbers. For instance, uh, McCoy had 25 and 18, 18 rebounds in his college debut, 23 and 10 against Rice, 26 and 17 against Utah, 33 and 10 in a loss to Arizona. And then Houston uh, coming in at 22 and 16, 13 and 13, 19 and 10. So they have put up some remarkable numbers uh, so far this year. And you're right, it is a team put together uh, by a second-year coach that is pretty formidable, I think. Yeah, Menzies, by the way, came from New Mexico State. Um, That's right. He was uh, not the successor to Henson. Uh, Reggie Theus was in there for a couple years after Henson retired in 2005. And then Menzies came in and was there for a long time. He won almost 200 games while he was there. And uh, he was also at one time an assistant to Lon Kruger here at UNLV back for a year in 0405. So, so, so they knew him, huh? They knew him, <laughs> yeah. yeah. This coaching world gets smaller. Yes. Hey, Brian, appreciate you checking in. We'll hear from you again in a little bit with the Coach's Corner. And uh, stay awake, get some coffee or whatever. Yep, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been hitting the caffeine. <laughs> so uh, no no power nap today. But uh, we'll I have a Doug Altenberger texted me. He said, get the uh, get the power nap in. But I didn't do that. So <laughs> well, I'll be okay. Oh, I appreciate it. And have a good call, all right?
I will. Thank you. All right. Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini and tip-off in this ballgame slated for 11 o'clock. Rudy Wealth Management pregame show here. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialists. Lauren and I will look more into this game, get you keys to the game as well. An update on the Big Ten scoreboard was busy for the conference today. And as we mentioned, the Coach's Corner still to come here on Fighting Illini Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. Getting you set for Illinois and UNLV and a late night tip-off comes your way at 11 o'clock here on both of these stations. Illinois is coming off that win, an ugly win against Austin P, and it was another game where Illinois was a little bit sluggish out of the gate. Head coach Brad Underwood talked about that, says right now that he has to get the guys fired up. Right now the leadership is on me, and it's something that uh, that I'm going to have to do. And So I've, I've got to help lead them. I've got to do uh, more of a um, maybe a rah-rah job, uh, be more conscious of, of making sure and more tuned in to with, with whether we're ready to play. One thing I've never, like I said, I haven't had to worry about a great deal. But I, I am now, and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm learning as well. So we'll, uh, we'll get it figured out. No question about that. Underwood also said there was apparently a players-only meeting, but they have to eventually motivate themselves. If I have to do it every game, we're, we're not gaining the right pers- – I'm not giving them the right perspective. I've got to do a better job of getting them to, to, to understand exactly. Uh, you know, and it's not as easy as it sounds, Scott. Sometimes you've got to teach them. And I use the word swagger probably a lot. Everybody kind of gets mentally prepared, but there's a there's an emotional state and an energy that's needed. It's just they've got to kind of find that themselves. And, and uh, uh, I can't create it. I can just help show them we, we've, we've got to get some personality out of these guys to, to be able to, to, to do that. I, I don't want subdued personalities. I want guys to have outgoing and boisterous and, and feel like they can they can let loose and be themselves. So I got to help them. So Lauren, how the Illini start tonight will be something to watch for. But a players only meeting, who 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 would have led that? Probably Finky, with help from maybe Black. I don't. I think it has to be the veterans. It's very hard. I think there's some potential leadership among the freshmen, but you can't ask freshmen to lead seniors. I mean, juniors and seniors. We only yeah. have one senior really. But uh, I don't think Allstork is you – know, you can't come in from someplace else and, and take over. I mean, it's got to be somebody that's been there and has a feel for things. But, it, but when it doesn't come natural, it isn't going to work anyway. I mean, and that's just my opinion. I mean, it has – this tour, if, if you want passion, it has to come naturally. You can win basketball games without it. I mean, you don't have to jump up and down. There's, there's an energy that can come from within – that certain players have that they don't have to show off anything, but uh, this team is not for for uh, you see the personality of this team is entirely different than the personality of the coach. Yeah, the coach is fired up all the time, all the time throughout every thirty seconds in practice. He, he you know he blows up, and you know and he gets excited and he's he's constantly uh, driving the team and and the players are. They're accepting it, but they don't. They they don't have that natural uh, rah rah attitude. 
It just isn't on this team. You're right, and it has to come organically at some point. In fact, Underwood, when he was talking about us, referenced some things that happened when he was at K-State. They had that sort of a tunnel dance that started that got them all riled up before they came out on the court, and it was just a thing that sort of set them in motion for what they needed to do mentally. And yet in the Northwestern game, Lucas just has to make a completely wide-open, unguarded three-point shot, and, and Illinois wins the game. Or they may need to make one more stop. What did that have to do with what happened in the locker room before? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, I just, you know, it has to come on the court. And the, the problem with this team is not that. The problem with this team is a lack of talent. Well, they're young, and they're not as talented. I mean, they don't have a center. And so Finky has to play center. They don't have yet. They haven't had anybody take charge at point consistently. If you take the back-to-back games, I mean, it was uh, Lucas leading uh, one game, and and uh, in the Maryland game, it was uh, Fraser. But they have shown flashes. Oh yeah, flashes. of Underwood's system that is a sum greater than its parts. Yeah. that can beat other teams that are more talented. They took Maryland to overtime without a few obvious mental mistakes they win that ball game we'll see how illinois and unlv will match up here when we come back our keys to the game it's fighting a lot at game day in the rudy wealth management pregame show it's fighting a game day the rudy wealth management pregame show continues on news talk 1400 and light rock 97.5 here again scott Beatty. Illinois takes on UNLV tonight out in the desert, an 11 p.m. tip-off. Scott Beatty and Lauren Tate here with you on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. The Illini facing a freshman that is over seven feet that is averaging a double-double in Brandon McCoy. And Brad Underwood talks about what the Illini will have to do in facing him. We've got to make things hard for him. I always like uh, uh, meeting that challenge with effort. Uh, I think one of the real keys uh, when you face tremendous interior play, you got to get you've got to have great per- perimeter defense. We can't give him things easy because our guards are getting beat, forcing rotations, forcing our bigs to support and help. Uh, because his athleticism and length at the rim becomes a problem, and it opens up for lobs and and those things. Uh, uh, we can't give him easy baskets. We got to by being on the offensive glass, he's three plus offensive rebounds a game. So things, you know, he needs to be blocked out. He needs to. Uh, we need to understand as well that he's he's a guy that uh, scores points. Uh, he's going to get some, but uh, it can't be because they're easy or our, our mistakes. They have to be because he earns them. So, Lauren, that leads us to our keys to the game in this one. They're brought to you by Hickory Point Bank, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Also brought to you by the Pella Windows Store. Well, I keep saying that there aren't enough centers to go around, but we keep running into them. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that that guy from Maryland looked pretty good to me, and, and Illinois had some real problems with guys like that on the boards. Uh, I, the key to the game is, is, is neutralizing their inside play and hopefully uh, getting on the boards. You just have to do it. I don't, I don't know how you're going to – I don't know how they're going to out-rebound them, but uh, that's, that's got to be your goal. Problem is you don't just have one double-digit rebounder; right. you have two. So whatever you do to mitigate Brandon McCoy, you have to deal with Justin as well. So I think there has to be something that goes on outside in the perimeter really well, like shooting. The threes have to fall. Mm-hmm. Of course, we've been saying this. There's a new one. Yeah, There's an idea. Every game, so the jump shots and, and and the ability to find an open shooter 
Because when you drive, you're probably going to run into McCoy a, a few times. That's right. And you've got to be thinking about kicking the ball out when you drive because if he's there, he's going to block your shot. Keys to the game are brought to you by the Pella Window Store. For all your window and door needs, visit the Pella Window Store on Country Fair Drive or go to PellaChampagne.com and by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. Quick look at the scoreboard from today. Michigan State beats Southern Utah 88-63. Minnesota falls again. They lose to, to Arkansas 95-79. That's too big a loss for Minnesota. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Michigan handles U- UCLA in overtime 78-69. Mo Wagner with 23 points in that one. Ohio State nearly 100 points. 97-62 win over William & Mary. Wisconsin still struggling. They lose to Marquette, 82-63. to Maryland over Gardner-Webb, 82-60. Indiana falls at Louisville, 71-62. Creighton beats Nebraska, 75-65. Some of the scores today from the Big Ten. Another, Lauren? Another tough day for the Big Ten. Indeed. Stay awake, okay? <laughs> I'll make that. I'll make it. All right, Coach's Corner coming up with Brian Barnhart in a moment. As we head towards tip-off, Illinois and UNLV, time now for the Coach's Corner with the voice of the Fighting Illini, Brian Barnhart. He's with Orlando Antigua, assistant coach for the Illini, and it's brought to us by Scotty's Brewhouse and Hickory Point Bank. Here's Brian. Late night action here from Las Vegas, and Orlando Antigua joins us on the scout. How's uh, Las Vegas treating you, by the way? Uh, It's been fine. You know, we've been... uh preparing for the game and not, not having a whole lot of time to be enjoying the uh, other festivities here in Vegas. But, uh, you know, it's a nice nice area. Nice, nice. Uh, the MGM is nice. It's been, yeah, it's been really cool. busy place. This arena has seen a lot of great events, I think. Oh, no, it's beautiful. Yeah. And, and uh, for an arena that's inside of a hotel in a ballroom, it's pretty, pretty unique, pretty yeah. nice. Um, so look, looking forward to yeah. being uh, packed in here with, with the Illini fans. Yeah, there are a lot of Illini fans just walking around town. I've seen a lot of them. Yeah, it's, it's on the way on the walk in here to, to shoot around. You start, everybody's really starting to migrate down here. And I'm like, wow, yeah. it's pretty pretty impressive. So it should be a fun night. Well, UNLV the opponent. Uh, this is a good ball club we're playing tonight. Uh, very good, very good ball club. Uh, <laughs> you know, obviously they've they've gotten a couple losses in in some overtime games against some quality opponents and. Uh, you know, they're going to be a great great challenge for us. We've got five guys averaging in double figures. Um, a really, really talented freshman and a talent in, in uh, reigning national uh, Juco player of the year in, in Shakur. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, great task. A great task for us to, to come out and compete against a really good team, you know, in, in a hostile environment. Although I would imagine that the Atlanta fans being out here is going to help us a little bit. Yeah. And, and to see how, how we get a chance to grow and, and, and compete on, on, with the next opportunity that we got to, to come together as a team. Uh, you know, looking forward to seeing how our guys yeah. respond. Well, I know that Austin P guarded us really well. I mean, they took away a lot of stuff. Yeah. And it was almost like we were – the game reached a certain point is, okay, who can make more plays than the other team rather than any kind of strategy, right? Well, yeah, you know, Austin P is uh, – coaches the same way and they practice the same way they got a lot of the same uh, philosophy as obviously coach and fig are really close and have a lot a long uh, lasting relationship so they share a lot of the same defensive philosophies and it, it was uh, we said it was a turnover fest that's yeah, for sure that's, yeah way too many turnovers and I get so how do you get the big guys not to turn it over so much what's the key there well you know one of the unique things about our guys in in this offense um, is that they are touching the ball an awful lot then you know a lot of other offices are run through the guards, but our guys are touching the ball, so they got to get stronger with it. They got to get, 
you know, a lot of the self-inflicted wounds are us traveling and, and trying to move too fast instead of set, being settled down and establishing our pivot. So we, we've been concentrating on that, and we got to continue to, to help them get better in those areas. All right, we'll come back with Orlando Antigua. We're here in Las Vegas. Late night action tonight. Back with more after this. We're back on the coach's corner here late night in Las Vegas with Orlando Antigua, assistant coach on the staff. Uh, you've got the scout uh, McCoy. How, what do you try to do to slow him down a little bit? Well, he's, he's extremely talented for a big guy. And one of the things that impressed me um, in watching and, and scouting him is he does a good job of putting his body on you to feel you. And the initial post-up is not what he's looking for. He's looking for keeping your body there and then on the reversal, spinning and, and sealing you. Um, so we've got to do a great job of moving our body away from him so that he doesn't, he's not as comfortable doing that. And that's for, for a young player, that's really, really advanced. Mm -hmm. Seems to me, uh, just looking at the numbers, he does turn it over a lot. He does, he does. He's got, you know, well, over 30 turnovers and, and, uh, and only about five assists. Um, so we got to make things difficult. We got to throw some different things at him um, and at them. And, and then the biggest thing is, is uh, once those shots go up, we, we've got to be able to clean up the glass because between him and Shakur, uh, um, you know, two top rebounders in the country, they, they get a lot of easy baskets that way. And, and they stress the defense by, you know, fouling and, and you create fouls on those offensive opportunities that they get. Yeah, because this is the number one rebounding team in the country, right? They are. They are. They are. And, and those two get obviously, uh, you know, 12 apiece, but the wings and the guards also crash. So. We, we, we're going to have our hands full. Our guards are going to have to help us rebound. And if we can rebound, then we can be able to get in transition and be able to look, get some easier opportunities on that other end. Also coming in, they brought in the transfer from Milwaukee yes. with the number two assist man in the country, right? Well, uh, Johnson is uh, he's talented. He led the country two years ago when he was at Milwaukee in assists with about eight. And he's averaging close to eight right now. Uh, he, he does a great job of using it, utilizing his speed, capturing the middle of the court, and uh, team stepping up, he knows he's got a great feel about when to dump those baskets off to those guys, and they get a lot of easy baskets because of his speed and, and his pressure. Yeah. So, uh, what about their bench? Is this a deep team or not? They... Uh, well, they play about eight, eight guys deep. Okay. Um, you know, they got the kid uh, uh, Hardy that comes off the that comes off the bench. Um, you know, a couple of big boys that they come off and and and, and doing and and uh, Dembele, I'm probably saying saying their names wrong and. And Smith is another forward that uh, has played some minutes. But the majority of the minutes are played by the starting five. Mm -hmm. A couple of keys for tonight as you look at it for Illinois. Uh, contain the uh, dribble penetration of Johnson. Uh, try to make things as difficult as possible on, on uh, both Shakur and, and, and uh, Brandon and control the glass. Yeah. Um, if we can get to the free throw line, anytime you're playing on the road, you have to get to the free throw line. You got to take care of the ball. Uh, so those are some of the things that we've been talking to our guys about. Yeah. Hey, coach, it's been fun out here. I know it's been business too yeah. uh, for this team, but uh, it's great to be out here. And uh, let's see if we can get a late night win. Let's see if we can do that. All right. Appreciate Thank you, Brian. you. All right, that's Orlando Antigua with us on the coach's corner tonight from Las Vegas. Thanks, Brian. And the Coach's Corner is brought to us by Hickory Point Bank and Scotty's Brew House. I'm Scott Beatty. No Fasters, etc. post-game show tonight. Too late for us. But you can still participate after the ball game. Head to the News Gazette website and head to the Opinion and Blogs section. Tim Dittman's got it set up for you there, how you can still weigh in after this ball game. 
More from Las Vegas in just a moment. You're listening to News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana News Gazette Media Stations. Time now for more Fighting Illini basketball from Las Vegas.